0: truth Truth is absolute
1: heart exhilarating hearts Uh, uh, america
0: reawakening america
1: good day u.s. of a we're here to affirm truth is absolute tell stories that accelerate the heart and reawaken the good people of America. This is Comer and Way. Well, hey, Dave. I've got a couple stories here. Okay. And basically, these are ones that, um, to me, typify what true, authentic Americans are. Oh, cool. Go for it world war ii had many heroes one such man was butch o'hare he was a fighter pilot assigned to an aircraft carrier in the south pacific one day his entire squadron was sent on a mission after he was airborne he looked at his fuel gauge and realized that someone had forgotten to top off his fuel tank he would not have enough fuel to complete his mission and get back to a ship his flight leader told him to return to the carrier Reluctantly, he dropped out of formation and headed back to the fleet. But as he was returning to the mothership, he saw something that turned his blood cold. A squadron of Japanese zeros were speeding their way toward the American fleet. The American fighters had gone on ahead, and the fleet was all but defenseless. He couldn't reach a squadron and bring them back in time to save the fleet, nor could he warn him of the approaching danger. There was only one thing he could do. He must somehow divert them from the fleet. Laying aside all thoughts of his own safety, he dove into the formation of the Japanese planes. Wing-mounted 50 calibers blazed as he charged in, attacking one surprised enemy plane and then another. Butch weaved in and out of the now-broken formation and fired at as many planes as possible until finally all his ammunition was spent. Undaunted, he continued the assault. He dove at the Zeros, trying to at least clip off a wing or a tail in hopes of damaging as many planes as possible, rendering them unfit to fly. He was desperate to do anything he could to keep them from reaching the American ships. Finally, the exasperated Japanese squadron took off in another direction. Deeply relieved, Butch O'Hare and his tattered fighter leant back to the carrier. Upon his, his arrival, he reported in and related the events surrounding his return. The film, from the camera mounted on his plane, told the entire tale. It showed the extent of Butch's daring attempt to protect his fleet. He was recognized as a hero and given one of the nation's highest military honors. And today, O'Hare Airport in Chicago is named in tribute to the courage of this great man.
0: Wow. That's pretty cool. (laughs) That's brave. Just be like, well, I'm going to give myself. Yes. Yes. That is a hero.
1: Here's story number two, Dave. All right, go for it. Some years earlier, there was a man in Chicago called Easy Eddie. At that time, Al Capone virtually owned the city. Capone wasn't famous for anything heroic. His exploits were anything but praiseworthy. He was, however, notorious for enmeshing the city Chicago in everything from bootlegged booze, prostitution, and to murder. Easy Eddie was Capone's lawyer, and for a good reason. He was that good. In fact, his skill at legal maneuvering kept Big Al out of jail for a very long time. To show his appreciation, Capone paid him very well. Not only was the money big, but Eddie got special dividends. For instance, he and his family occupied a fenced-in mansion with living help and all the conveniences of the day. The estate was so large that it filled an entire Chicago city block. Eddie lived the high life of the Chicago mob and gave little consideration to the atrocity that went on around him. But Eddie had one soft spot. He had a son that he loved dearly. Eddie saw to it that his young son had the best of everything from clothes, cars, and education. Nothing was held and price was no object. And, despite his involvement with organized crime, Eddie even tried to teach him right from wrong. Eddie tried to teach his son to rise above his own sordid life. He wanted him to be a better man than he was. Yet, with all his wealth and influence, there were two things that Eddie couldn't give his son. Two things that Eddie sacrificed to the Capone mob that he could not pass on to his beloved son. And that was a good name and a good example. One day, Easy Eddie reached a difficult decision. Offering his son a good name was far more important than all the riches he could lavish upon him. He had to rectify all the wrong that he had done. He would go to the authorities and tell the truth about Scarface Al Capone. He would try to clean up his tarnished name and offer his son some semblance of integrity. To do this, he must testify against the mob, and he knew that the cost would be great. But more than anything, he wanted to be an example to his son. He wanted to do his best to make restoration and hopefully have a good name to leave his son. So, he testified. Within that year, Easy Eddie's life ended in a blaze of gunfire on a lonely Chicago street. Hmm. He had given his son the greatest gift he had to offer at the greatest price he would ever pay. So, Dave, what do these two stories have in common? What? <laughs> Butch O'Hare was Easy Eddie's son. Hmm. Wow, (laughs) cool. It just got me to thinking, you know, here we got two guys, you know, Butch and Eddie, son and father. You know, they were two men, flawed and corruptible, but they rose above their own fears and themselves to do the right thing, Mm -hmm. even if it meant death. Mm -hmm. I asked myself, would I do what they did? Would I commit to make that ultimate sacrifice for others? You know, and then I asked again, how many do I know? Who would make that sacrifice? You know, I can only answer honestly that I simply don't know. Mm -hmm. I suppose none of us really know until we're faced with that choice in that moment. Yeah. You know, I really like to believe I would. I like to believe that there are true, authentic Americans who still make up our friends, our families, and our neighbors. Mm -hmm. I still would like to believe that even when push came to shove, there would be a countless multitude who'd shove back. Mm. I want to believe. That there remains enough good within us all that when evil tries to finish us off, a righteous anger would call us to stand, make ourselves heard, and lay down our own lives if that's what it took. hmm I need to believe that there's enough of us who would stand with the God who laid down his own life and gave us everything he had. Mm. Authentic uh, Americans. Very authentic. Dave, who are they? I mean, they're people who love God first. Mm-hmm. Their families and their fellow man. Mm-hmm. They're people who willingly sacrifice themselves for others in other lands to give them a shot at taking freedom for themselves.
0: And it's that choice to make the sacrifice that made them famous enough to even be in these documents, in these books. That's it. If they wouldn't have done those those deeds, we may have never heard of these people. Yeah, that's exactly right, Dave. So when you're faced with the choice, you make the choice, you could go down in history.
1: Yeah. You know, you can make history by just a simple choice. Yeah. Wow. You know, authentic Americans are people who carry on day to day in the face of an out-of-control government, mm-hmm. hell-bent to enslave them. Of mm-hmm. people who, even after being robbed by oppressive demand, still manage to provide for their own and still give out of what little remains. Mm-hmm. I still hope that within all of us beats a heart that would sacrifice itself for the hope of an eternal freedom. Mm. Yeah. You know, Dave, outside of my dad... And a few men that I look to, I never really had any heroes,-, mm-hmm. but if I did, I think they'd look a lot like Butinetti,
0: yeah, it's amazing that just the choice to make a sacrifice because you love your son or you want to do the right thing in government, and that integrity is something that we need Americans to get back to. We need to raise that back mm-hmm. up in Americans and show them, hey, here this is why we're doing the stories.
1: That's right. Here
0: is what it looks like to be American,
1: you know it was like the the Founding fathers believed that you couldn't even call yourself an American if you subverted God.
0: Mm, Wow. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) It's good stuff.
1: Well, America, man, I sure hope you enjoyed this. I know we sure enjoyed telling it. This is what we want to do is inspire you to show you that, you know what, you still are these people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You still have what it takes to stand up, and we hope that this is enough to inflame your own heart That you would take that stand. Mm.
0: And history books are still being written. We know we're still alive. (laughs) We're still so we still have time to make a difference. That's right. So, I hope you enjoyed the stories.
1: Until next time.